0: Ladies and people who cry. <laughs> that's a tautology. Andy here, author of the best Indie guide on the internet. And ex cry myself. This is the killer and the loser show. Let's fucking go. Now, that's not true. I still cry from time to time if something big happens. Anyway, bit of context for this podcast. And this podcast is probably more relevant to those of you in a relationship. But those of you who are still in the casual dating stages, like this will be relevant because this will come up from time to time and it will definitely come up when you start dating a woman seriously. Women cry. They cry a lot. Not all women, but let's say 95% of women, 98% of women cry, at least on average more than men do. And for the longest time, I used to see the crying as a problem that needed to be fixed. And so I would come at it from that angle. And if I had a girlfriend who was crying or upset about something, I would try and almost like distract her from the crying, like try to get her to stop crying. I saw it as a problem. I try to get her to stop crying and I'd want to fix the problem. And I'd use my logic and I'd say like, you know, what are you crying for? Like, let's look at this. It's not worth crying. Let's fix this, blah, blah, blah in the moment when she's crying, I would try and immediately fix the problem, right? And that makes sense, yeah? You see someone sad, you see someone crying over a problem, you want to fix it. That's what we want. We're men. We like to fix things. We don't like people being sad. We especially don't like to see women sad. It it pulls out that fucking very visceral, you know, people call it a white knight response. I don't think it's White knight usually has negative connotations, but it's like that good part of our, our masculinity that doesn't want to see a woman fucking suffer. We don't want to see anyone suffer, but especially not women and children and shit like that or elderly. And so we want to fix the problem in the moment. And I used to try and do that all the time. In my past relationships, anytime a woman cried, i tried try and immediately fix it while she's still crying. And over the last couple of years, probably the last like three or four years, especially with my current girlfriend Imogen, I have gotten to a point where I've realized a lot of the time, all you really need to do is let her fucking cry, like give her a hug, hold her, let her fucking cry. And then once she's finished crying, like she will feel infinitely better just from that. And then afterwards, you can work on the problem. Or afterwards you can say like, all right, do we need to talk about this? Do you want to come up with some solutions with me? Like what, what solutions do you need to come up with so that this doesn't happen to you again? Or, you know, what do you need to do going forwards? What is this teaching you? Like you pouring all these emotions out now you're crying. What is this teaching you? What are you going to do with this information? You've just learned you're sad about X, Y, Z. What are you going to do with that information? Half the time when she's in a better mood, after, sorry, every time she's, she's cried it out, she's in a better mood afterwards, and she's in a better position, more importantly, to actually work on the problem or to actually fix it. And half the time, there was no problem. Her crying was just getting the emotions out, letting go of it, learning to be okay with it. This is a really sort of foreign concept to us as men, because we tend to cry when something's really fucking wrong, right? We don't cry to make ourselves feel better. Now, the act of crying usually does make you feel better, but we don't see crying as that for the most part. We see crying as like, oh, fuck, the world has fallen apart. My parents just died or something. My best mate just fucking killed himself. Like something bad happened and I need to like let go of that. Women do that, but they're more like in touch with their fucking crying or their emotions And so it's easier for them to cry as a cathartic thing in the same way that we might go to the gym and smash the weights to let go of some tension, or we might go hang out with our mates and fucking let go of tension that way. We might play a video game. We might just fucking clench our fists and go, ah, fuck, and let go of the tension that way. Women cry to let go of tension, anxiety, fears, worries, concerns. It's their way of processing things. And guys can do that too. But for the most part, that's not the tool that we use most of the time. Like we don't, start crying to fix a problem or to let go of something. And so a lot of the time when a woman is crying, it's not that there's some big massive thing wrong, which is what we sort of think. We, we look at it and we go, oh my God, she's crying. The world must be falling apart. What the fuck is going on? No, she's crying to release some tension or she's crying because she's fucking a little bit sad and crying will make her feel happy. It's basically like a response to a negative emotion or a negative outside influence, sorry, outside uh, event. And so you know, bringing it back. One thing that I've, I've been doing for the last, like, you know, three years is I've gotten really good at just sort of being stoic and not saying anything, not doing anything, just fucking holding her. If you want to say something, you can say like, it's okay. Like, let it out. I'm here. You know, whatever the fuck you want to say something like that, but you don't have to fix the fucking problem. You just hold her and she'll fucking cry it all out. Maybe that takes a minute. Maybe it takes five minutes. Maybe it takes 20 minutes if she's really fucking sad. And I, I can make this easier for you guys. Cause a lot of you will be thinking like, well, I have to fucking hold her for 20 minutes while she's crying. Like what the fuck? Like that doesn't seem productive. Here's what you do while she's crying. I've done this so many times with Imogen while she's crying. You're just in your own head, like thinking whatever the fuck you're thinking. So she's crying. You're holding her, you know, you're saying it's okay. You know, I'll hold you for a bit. It's okay. Just let it out. You can cry on my shoulder. That's fine. And while she's crying, you're thinking like, okay, like what do I want to have for dinner? Um, like, what am I going to do tomorrow? Okay. Tomorrow I'm going to record like three podcasts. Um, I'm going to do this. Like you can be in your own head. You don't have to be sitting there feeling the fucking crying with her. Every single time I've done it like that, which is what I do every time I hold Imogen, I'm off in my own head thinking other shit. I'll tell her that afterwards. I'll literally say like. Like, like, cause afterwards she might say, you know, thank you for holding me for 20 minutes. Like, I really appreciate that. And I'll say like, no, it's fine. I was like thinking of like a podcast idea I was going to do. And she's like, good. Like, I'm glad you weren't just sitting there feeling fucking sad with me. So you don't have to sit there fucking being right there in the fucking emotion with her. I mean, I've even had times where she or, you know, a past ex was crying and I'll let them like lay on my lap crying or or lay in my arms crying and I'll just be on my laptop like typing something or watching a video or something just giving them a fucking cuddle saying like I'm here it's okay I've got you I'm here but I'll just like continue doing whatever the fuck I was doing I'm not telling you that you have to drop everything in fact I think that's counterintuitive I think it's better if you don't I think it's more stoic if you don't now sometimes you know You will drop everything because something really bad has happened. You guys, you guys understand that you'll, you'll figure out that where that line is of like, how much attention do I need to give her when she's crying versus, you know, do I just keep going on with my life and just tell her I'm there for her and give her a little bit of a hug and she can cuddle me while I continue doing what I'm doing. That's a line that you guys will need to figure out yourself, depending on the girl, how long you've been together, all that kind of shit. And it's not something you have to get correct. Like a big part of relationships and I am going to do more relationship content you know, going forward, I know a lot of my content has been getting laid, casual sex, the more like beginner stuff. I am transitioning more into relationship stuff, but a big part of like relationships is you, you figure the shit out as you go along. You both need to be adaptable. I can't give you the manual for having a relationship. You kind of can give a manual to some extent for casual sex, Like, you can have a template or a game plan, although you will notice a lot of what I say is do your own experimenting, figure it out as you go along, all that sort of stuff. For a relationship, yes, you can have a template, but even more than casual relationships, a serious relationship requires a lot of learning. Like, you don't know the person, you don't know their likes and and dislikes, you need to grow together. The person that I met when I first met Imogen... When she was 18, she is a radically different human being from who she is now at 22. Like, it's not even remotely the same person. She has grown, she has learned, she has adapted, she has become more wise, more worldly, more experienced, obviously. She's infinitely better at relationships now than she was at the start. She's learned a million different relationship techniques. So have I. And that's the core of a good relationship, is learning as you go. Nobody starts out being good at relationships. How the fuck could you be good at it? And even if you are good at relationships, when you get into the next relationship with the next person, Yes, you're taking the knowledge that you just learned from the previous one, but a lot of it won't apply to this next person or more to the point you'll need to adapt it so that it fits to the next person. And they might not have all of the knowledge that your ex had. And so maybe you have to teach them how to be good at a relationship. And so the point that I'm getting to here is don't feel like you need to be, you know, perfectly empathetic to your woman when she's crying or perfectly stoic so that you don't just, you know, fall too, you know, as the red pill would say, fall too far in her frame. Cause she doesn't want you to do that either. Let's be clear. If she's crying, she doesn't want you to fucking fall apart as well. That's the point. You're supposed to be the stoic one, or she's looking for you to be the stoic one, but don't feel like you need to know where that line is, or you need to be perfect at it the first time. You might suck at making her feel better the first couple of times. As long as you say to her, you know, I'm working on this. Let's work on this shit together. I I kind of suck at this. We'll get better. Don't stress. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll improve over time. As long as you're coming at a relationship from a self-improvement angle and making that clear to her, and she's doing the same shit with you, like, she needs to be into self-improvement as well. I've said that a million times. One of the core fucking mandatory things for a, a relationship to be successful is you both have to be into self-improvement, or you both have to have a growth mindset, or you both have to understand that who you are two years from now, or sorry, who you are now is going to be radically different from who you are two years from now in a good way. Like you're going to be better. You're going to evolve. And then what that gets you is empathy and patience because both of you understand, I don't expect you to be perfect. I'm not going to put all these bullshit expectations on you of like always being empathetic, never fucking causing drama. Although I would advise you guys to find women who are low drama, but you know, you can't have expectations that the other person's going to be perfect all the damn time. Imogen isn't, I'm not, but if you come at it from a self-improvement point of view, as long as you see the person improving, you have a lot of patience for when they do fuck up or when they aren't perfect or when they're having a bad day. You're okay with that because you see a general trend upwards over time you see them getting better. You see them being more empathetic. You see them trying and that's, is the most important thing in a relationship. The fact that they're actually giving a shit and they're actually trying to improve and you can see actual improvement, not just trying, but you can see improvement slowly over time, baby steps over time. So I'll bring it back to the actual topic at hand here. I know I went off on a little tangent there, but you know, those moments when a woman is crying, if you just give her a freaking hug and tell her, Hey, everything's okay. And just let her fucking cry. Or if you say, Hey, let it all out. That's right. I'm here for you. I'm here. It's okay. And, you know, like I said, while she's doing that, you don't have to be there with her feeling every fucking sob thinking, oh, my God, poor baby, like, oh, my God. I mean, you can if you fucking want to, but I'm usually off in my own head doing whatever the fuck is in my head. You know, what am I going to have for dinner? What am I going to do tomorrow? Sometimes I'll think, you know, I'm not completely off on another planet or something, but, you know, sometimes I'll think. What is she sad about? What am I, what are we gonna talk about after she finishes crying? Sometimes I'll just sit there and, and think like, oh, you know, poor thing, she is crying. Like, that's okay, I'll give her a hug. She'll feel better in a little bit. And then I'll start thinking like, you know, what am I gonna do with the rest of the day? Or what are we gonna do after this? Or should we do something nice after this so she feels good? Uh, blah, 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 blah. So you don't have to sit there like fucking physically feeling her pain or something, but just kind of be there for her. I think that's a big, um, Cheat code of how to, because a lot of you guys want to be there for your woman and you want to be empathetic, you want to listen, you want to like give a shit about her, you want to care about her, but at the same time, you don't want to go so far in that direction that you kind of lose yourself. And you guys know exactly what I mean by that. And a big part of stoicism, a big trick to stoicism is like I said, you be there for the person, but you still hold your own frame. You still exist as you as a person. So she's there crying, you're holding her, but you're thinking of your own shit. You're figuring out what you're going to do tomorrow. You're you're planning the next day, that kind of shit. You're not pulled so far in her frame that your world falls apart just because she's crying. And I think that's what I was inadvertently doing in past years, like like many years ago, when I would try and fix a woman's crying, or I would try and fix the problem immediately while she's crying. That's me getting sucked into her emotions or her sadness and going, oh my God, I got to fix this. Oh my God, this is terrible. Uh, this needs to be fixed. No. A lot of the time, if you just remind yourself, like, I'm okay, and we're both going to be okay, the world is still uh, turning. Yes, she's sad right now, but, like, that's okay. We all get sad sometimes. Everything's okay. When you're coming at it from that frame of, of, of mind, from that place, you're in a much better position to actually give her a fucking hug and actually make her feel better. And a lot of the time, women can feel, people can feed off your energy, especially women. And she can see that you're perfectly okay, that you don't give a fuck that she's crying, that you're just gonna happily give her a hug and be like, oh, you're okay. Everything's all right. I'm here. It's okay. Let it out. That energy in itself, that sort of stoic masculinity, that often makes her feel infinitely better because she's like, oh, really? Are you, like, is everything okay? And you're like, yeah, of course everything's okay. You're just crying. Like, but everything's fine. And then a lot of the time she's like, oh. Okay, maybe I'm just getting caught up in my emotions and you're like, yeah, that's okay. Like, that's fine. We all get caught up in emotions sometimes. And then she'll go, oh, okay. I I guess I feel okay. Like just you being okay and you being stoic and you not getting pulled into her fucking crying and trying to fix it. Again, you can fix it afterwards, after she's let all the fucking tension out. You can talk about what you're going to do. That's fine. You'll find half the time you don't even need to. Just her crying made her feel better. But if you're not there getting sucked into it in the moment, trying to fucking fix it, coming at it from that stoic masculine place, that, that masculine, stoic, everything's okay energy, that often just fucking makes her feel better. A lot of the time, what women are looking for from you is you being okay, regardless of what she is doing. Now, obviously, if she's doing fucking crazy, something crazy, like she fucking, I don't know, is throwing your items around the house or something or she's smashing shit or she's causing drama or something. Yeah, like that's don't just be stoic during that, like break up with her or, or- give her a serious warning and say like, this is not okay. But most of you guys are never going to get into that situation where a woman is high drama. A lot of what I teach you guys and a lot of your personalities are very low drama. You avoid drama, you avoid time wasters, you avoid girls who are crazy, you avoid girls who are over the top emotional. A lot of what I teach you guys is treating girls like they're on the same team, being very, very honest with them, treating them like they're your, you know, partner on the same team rather than an enemy or someone to be conquered and just doing that alone as in treating them like they're on your team and being honest that avoids like most drama honestly like that really does avoid a lot of bullshit drama so i don't think you guys are going to get into drama situations anyway but point that i'm getting to is a lot of relationship stuff is just you the man being okay with who you are we call that kind of abundance mentality that hints at what i'm talking about here But really it's like stoicism or being okay with yourself or liking yourself or having your own mission, having your own life purpose, having your own friends, having your own independence, however you want to phrase it. Those are all different ways of phrasing the same thing. But being okay by yourself, a lot of the time that's enough to make a woman just go like, fuck, like I'm okay. Because if he's okay. Even if I get emotional and he's still okay when I'm emotional, again, don't tolerate disrespect. Don't tolerate her going crazy or something, but we're talking about her just being emotional, like crying or something. Don't tolerate her calling you a piece of shit or or screaming at you or something. That's not emotional. That's, that's over the line. A woman abusing you is over the line, but if she's just emotional, she's crying, she's frustrated, she's sad, she's whatever it is. If you're just okay, most of the time that makes her feel okay. You're teaching her that like the world is okay. I read a great quote, I think it was in the red pill or somewhere like that many, many, many moons ago that basically said, uh, women are the storm, like the storm in the ocean and you are the rocks that she smashes against. So when she's emotional, her, you know, the waves are crashing against the rock, but you're just that stoic rock that stands still in the face of the storm. And then after the storm is over, the waves are gently lapping up against the rock, almost like grateful, but the rock didn't move. The rock doesn't care how much, you know, the storm smashes against it. Again, adding in the caveat, don't tolerate abuse, don't tolerate a woman disrespecting you. And when I say disrespecting, you know, you guys know what that means. She's calling you a piece of fucking shit or something. Don't ever tolerate any of that, ever. Never be okay with that and never dish that out. If that ever happens, say, look, I understand you're angry. I understand you're emotional. What you just said is not okay. And then you pause. And if she says, I'm sorry, then, you know, you can just explain like, that's fine, but don't do that again. Or if she doesn't say sorry, just say like, look, you're going to have to leave or I'm leaving. We can talk about this when you're more calm, but I'm not going to tolerate being abused. That's not okay. Again, I don't think that's ever going to happen to most of you. You'll be fine. So don't stress about that. But yeah, stoicism, letting a woman cry. I think I'll start wrapping up. I am going to do more like relationship content, like I said, over time. I do like talking about this stuff. I really enjoy it. I think I've just held off because I don't know. I felt like I wanted to fully get all the casual relationship stuff done and like really get that out of my system. Talk about it. You know, give a bunch of advice. There isn't a whole lot left to say on that. I mean, there is. Okay. I shouldn't say there is. There's a lot, but I think I've given you guys a pretty decent blueprint of how to have casual sex. I've done enough podcasts and articles and, and, YouTube videos on how to go out and approach women and good looking loser has done more than enough on his website. And there's a bunch of pickup artist material out there. You know, some of it shit, some of it good. There's a bunch of shit out there on how to talk to women in person. I've done a bunch of shit on how to get laid on Tinder and hinge. You know, obviously I wrote the massive 130,000 word Tinder guide. There's not really much more I need to say on that. I've done a bunch of videos and shit on that in terms of like, Casual relationship management. I've done plenty on that. I really have done a lot. I've done a fair bit on sex. Yes, I have more to talk about on all these topics and I will in future, don't stress, I'm still going to cover those topics, but I think it's time for me to segue into like more relationship stuff, like how to have an open relationship, how to do a monogamous relationship. If you want to do that shit, like how to figure out if you want kids, how to figure out if you want to get married pros and cons for marriage, you know. All that kind of stuff, especially the stuff about what makes a good woman. I know a lot of you care about that. How to find a woman that's going to stick around and be loyal, stuff like that. So I'll, I'll talk more about that shit going forward. This has been fun. This is probably one of the few actual like relationship ones I've done. Definitely looking forward to doing more of this shit. So I'll wrap up. Go out there, guys. You know what you need to do. You fucking know. You need to go and crush your goals, you beautiful fucking bastards.